the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Together for Good, brought to you by Baptist Health Foundation of San Antonio. Together for Good exists to recognize and uplift the many people working together for the good of San Antonio and the surrounding communities. Now here's the host of Together for Good, Cody Knowlton. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us today as we spotlight the great work of a local nonprofit and all they are doing to improve the health of our community. Today, we have the great privilege and pleasure of having Marcus Walker. Marcus is the executive director of Daily Bread Ministries and has been in that role since 2021, if my notes are correct. Marcus's journey into ministry began 25 years ago as a youth pastor in a local church. From there, he felt called to become a missionary and served overseas in Europe and Africa. In 2011, God called Marcus and his family back to San Antonio. Thank the Lord. Marcus is happily married to his wife, Doris, who is from Switzerland, and he is the proud father to a 15-year-old son named Noah. Marcus, so glad to have you here with us today. So good to be here. Thank you for all you do with Daily Bread Ministries, and we are anxious to dive right in and hear more about Daily Bread. So with that, tell us about your history uh, with Daily Bread, because uh, if if my notes are right here, you arrived actually at Daily Bread over 10 years ago as their program director. Actually, I I arrived as their office manager. Yeah, I was, um, we we were just home from the mission field, just trying to seek the Lord about where we're supposed to be and what we're supposed to be doing. I honestly thought I'd probably go to work in a church would have loved to have at the time my thought was be a missions pastor somewhere and um and and was just was was just seeking the lord and through a series of events and a series of, of people that just directed me and and said hey you ought to go talk to these people and those people um i ended up down at daily bread one day uh volunteering uh just trying to do something constructive with my time and um, met seth Keen, our founder and Seth said, why don't you come on upstairs and talk to me? I want to talk to you about something. And, you know, long story short, uh, hired me as the office manager at the time is what he was looking for. And, um, and then here we are 12 years actually later uh, now uh, in the role of executive director of Daily Bread. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, we're so grateful for Seth who started Daily Bread wow. and his, his legacy goes on each and every day uh, in, your, in your wonderful organization. And I'm sure he could answer this question better than you, but I'm sure you know. But, uh, you know, what is Daily Bread? And when we think of Daily Bread, I mean, I think of the Lord's Prayer. Give us this day our daily bread. Absolutely. But uh, tell us more about what Daily Bread is. So I believe, you know, in, in when Seth started it, you know, 26 years ago, that I believe was, was what the Lord was speaking to him in that process was, yeah, it just comes right out of the Lord's Prayer. Um, today, as we as we are uh, looking to the future and the things that we're doing right now, we actually work with a network of, we have 108 active churches with us right now. They're churches, they're Christian rehab homes, places like that. And what we do is we provide them with food so that they can run food pantries. But at the same time, we provide poverty alleviation training because we believe that God has so much more in store for somebody. Um, but sometimes, you know, poverty has a way of, of, of knocking people down pretty hard. And so as a church, how can we lift them up and help 
them see the, you know, the things that God has for them. And so we do that training to, to just kind of help the church know how to engage people in a way that is, is really going to lift them up and, and help them understand how they can use their lives to honor God. So when you say these over these 108, these would be considered your ministry partners. That's exactly right. Okay. Yes, they, we call them our ministry partners, and they're all over the city of San Antonio. We're actually in seven different counties right now where we have at least a church or ministry that we're working with. I see. I see. How do, how do they connect with you? Do they just call up? Do you reach out to them? How so so yeah. So we are we are pretty much a word of mouth. So getting on the radio and talking about what we do is is great. If there's pastors listening right now, we are accepting applications. Uh, we always are. We're always looking for for good people that are trying to reach their communities, and we'd love to help with that if we can. And so uh, they reach out to us. Uh, they can go on our webpage dbmsa.org. There's an application they can fill out and send that in, and then we get back in touch with them. And, uh, and try to identify uh, ways that we can work together. Well, so why are churches your primary ministry partner? We just believe that if life change, life change starts with the gospel and a relationship with Jesus. And so, um, so we want to empower the church to be the church um, very much. We, the, the churches and the ministries we work with are on the front lines of poverty in our city. And, and so for us, we really we understand our role is to support that frontline ministry. We're not, you know, we don't serve the individual at Daily Bread. We serve the church. And so as the church is, you know, we want to strengthen the church to be the church right where it is. And so um, so that's why why our focus is, is on them. But now it's not just churches that are your ministry partners. Tell us about those other ministry yeah, partners. Yeah, so, so we do. We work with, you know, um, several, several uh, different uh, Christian rehab homes, uh, places that are um, either bringing people in off the street and trying to help them get their lives uh, up and going again, or um, in some cases we're working with parachurch organizations, you know, that are they're working with youth or working with children, um, just things like that where we can provide them some of the things that they need and some of the training they might need to be able to, to do what God has called them to do better. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Marcus, what does a, a day at Daily Bread look like for you? <laughs> <laughs> it is a, it's a hard question to answer because not one is the same as the next which is what's so exciting about it so we um you know our, our monday wednesday fridays look different than our tuesday thursdays we do our food distribution on monday wednesday and friday mornings and i try to get down there for every last one of those still even in, in the role that i'm in because i love connecting with our partners and seeing what's going on with them so every monday wednesday friday if you were down there you'd, you'd see vehicles backing up to doors loading up with food to take back out into into the community and so uh, monday wednesday friday looks like that we start our tuesday thursday mornings off just in staff prayer time praying for those partners praying for just the things that are going on um, in our city and the things that we're working on and so but but daily i am i am out and about getting to do fun stuff like this this is my kind of my new role i was the program director and a lot of that was was interacting with our church partners but uh but today i get to do a little bit more of, of this kind of stuff which is which is also a lot of fun i get to meet with our donors and and people that are supporting the ministry hmm. talk about the scope of of how much food goes out of your organization yeah, yeah it's 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 pretty amazing hmm. uh so one of the things that we regularly talk about is that there has never been a day in 26 years that we've opened our doors that we didn't have food to give away. And that is, that is God. I mean, that's just him. It's, it's, it's amazing. So in a year's time, we'll do about $10 million worth of food that comes through, through the ministry uh, and goes out through that network of churches and, and, uh, and you know, in the, in the rehab homes and the, in the children's ministries and things that we work with. Mm. 
yeah, it's 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 pretty amazing. And where does where does the food come from? I mean, how do you logistically make that make that work? Yeah, so we run we actually run three refrigerated trucks, uh, you know, which you got to have the refrigerated trucks to to maintain. Uh, we have a focus on on some fresh goods and, and lean meats and things like that. So fresh produce is a big deal. Um, you know, the lean meats are, are good. These are the kind of things that people are. Um, really in need of because if you think about it if you're in poverty those are the things when you go down to the local grocery store and and go to buy those things those are the things that are that are the most expensive and so you're probably not buying the things that you really should be eating because you can't afford them and so so we do have a focus on those healthier healthier items and getting those things out and they come from local local uh, vendors here in town so most of our produce comes all from here in town it's 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 excess stuff most people will say well does it come from the grocery store actually no it doesn't it ends up coming from uh, vendors and places that supply food to um, restaurants and places like that and so there's an amazing amount of excess it's we we often talk about it's we don't have a a lack of food problem in the united states we have a distribution problem Mm -hmm. and so we really seek to try to fix that and be a part of the solution to that and you know getting food to where it needs to be is is the bigger issue than than actually a lack of food itself Mm mm-hmm so, Marcus, tell us the difference between what you do and what the San Antonio Food Bank does. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a common question because, you know, we're talking a lot about food, right? And so, um, you know, the, the main difference is, is that we're, we're centered around our faith. We, we love the San Antonio Food Bank, and we think they do fantastic work uh, here in the town. And if the food bank wasn't here... There would be a lot of a lot of people that, that that needed help, and so. But we just happened to 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 want to go beyond the food. Um, we believe that the gospel is is the thing that brings about lasting change in somebody's life when they meet Jesus. That's 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 the start of something that, that incredible that can happen. And so for us, the focus is the faith side of the the faith side of things. Um, we just, you know, which which we're able to do now. You know, as the food bank, as you mentioned, um, they are a federally funded organization, and so for them, they've got rules and regulations and things that they've got to stick to, and we understand that. But for us, we're saying, hey, you're the church. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who else is to, who else is supposed to be talking about Jesus but the church? And so let's empower the church to be everything that it's supposed to be. And so, so that's the main difference. Um, you know. We just believe that, that poverty is going to start with a relationship, you know, or poverty alleviation, rather, is going to start with a relationship with Jesus. And from there, it's going to grow and, and, and solve some of the other things that go on in people's lives. Mm-hmm. Well, let's let's drill down to the, the end product here, the, yeah. the alleviating poverty. Uh, what does what does your average client uh, look like? And, and maybe this will just lead you into telling us uh, a story that you might have about a client. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So our our average client, like I said, they're churches. You know, the majority of them are churches. And, um, you know, one that always comes to my mind because there's just some beautiful things that are happening there. Um, Pastor Alan Martin is, is, is a friend, has, has been doing this kind of ministry for, I think he's been picking up food from us for about five or six years. And he was one of the first people that went through one of the poverty alleviation classes that we offered. So it's based on a book called When Helping Hurts. And um, he kind of, he, he came into that class just eager to learn and, and understand. And he was, he would tell you, I was, I was trying to figure out how can I meet my community and meet the needs in my community right around my church. And, and through that class, what he, one of the main things that he picked up was, is, is, is allowing people to be a part of the solution. 
not just let me don't let me just you know do something for people all the time but allowing them to be a part of the solution and so one of the beautiful things that you'd see if you show up to his food pantry on a Saturday morning is you'd look around and you'd see all the people that are working at the food pantry are actually recipients of the food mm-hmm. and yeah. so for just a moment in time they can come to a place and they can set down their problems, the things that are, that are concerns for them, all of the, just the issues that are going on in their lives, and they serve other people. Mm-hmm. And that through that process has really changed uh, just the mentality of, of the people that are working there. They're a family. And, I mean, it's a, it's a, big, it's a big ministry now. It's grown really big. And his, uh, his Wednesday night program, he used to always have, you know, typical Baptist church. He had a meal and a, and a Bible study on a Wednesday night, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, and so uh, his, his, you know, and it was, it was just the faithful few, he would say, you know, that would show up on Wednesday night. And, you know, they'd cook a meal and they'd, you know, study the Bible and be a few people. He's got, he's got over 80 people showing up to his Wednesday night service. He's, he's, running, out of, he's running out of space in his, in his fellowship hall. He's trying to figure out what to do about that. Good, good problem yeah, to have. Yeah, it's a good problem to have. Yeah, but um, but these are people that have come from the food pantry, and they just want to be in that place where they've been empowered, and when they where they where they feel accepted and belong, and um, and some really just incredible things are happening as people just start to use their gifts and abilities. He is he has met people that through the food pantry, as he's invited them to Wednesday night, they'll say, "Hey, well, I used to be a chef. Can I help cook?" And so he'll put them in the kitchen and let them cook. And so they have, everybody has gifts and abilities that God has put inside us. And he just, he gets that. And he's saying, how can we pull those gifts and abilities out and empower people to use those? Because that changes the way they think about themselves. And it just changes things. And, and so the, the light of Christ is shining bright at University Park Baptist Church. It's pretty cool, mm-hmm. pretty cool to just see what's happening in the lives of people there. Mm-hmm. I, I loved how you mentioned the uh, the book when helping hurts. Yeah, uh, t- tell us more about that book because uh, I know it it means something to y'all. It does mean a lot to yeah. us. Yeah, we actually just about everything we do we're we're basing off of of the things that we've learned through that. Basically, the the premise of the book is that is that when we do for when we habitually do for others, not when we do for others, but when we habitually do for others what they can do for themselves, we're actually hurting them and we're not helping them. Mm-hmm. And so it's not saying that it's bad to help others because we absolutely, you know, I mean, you saw Christ do that his entire, his entire, you know, time on this earth. He was, you know, he would go around, but, um, it's the habitually doing for others. It's, it's, we we're learning that, that everybody, everybody is created by him and they have gifts and they have abilities and, and. Those may be things that we just don't even think about, but as we can begin to draw those things out of people and we can begin to just speak that that life into them, that, hey, God has really made you good at this or really good at that, or, hey, you know what, you're strong enough, you can help me unload vehicles, you know, to, to take this food that I just brought back and unload it and get it ready. Even if it's the simplest little thing, allowing people to be a part of something begins to change the process, and that's poverty alleviation, just allowing them to be a part of a process um, will change their lives, and 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 we're seeing that, and that's and, and it's a lot of fun. But it all comes out of that book. We take every one of our church partners through a six-week course called "When Helping Hurts," based on that book, just to kind of help them begin to understand. It's not just passing out food. If all we want to do is pass out food, we're you know we're not going to see the life change that we're all after. I believe every one of these churches we work with want to see people's lives transformed and changed. Mm-hmm. 
but sometimes we don't have the tools to know how to do that, and so that's what this helps us do. That's right. That's right. So so grateful y'all are in that that yeah. book, and yeah. that's the title of your curriculum. For those of you just joining us, uh, I'm here today with Marcus Walker, who is the executive director of Daily Bread Ministries here in San Antonio, and their primary mission is to address the root cause of poverty by distributing millions of dollars of food every year through their ministry partners, and that is that is what we're talking about uh, today with them. Marcus, uh, how can someone uh, get involved with y'all? Where, where, where does that start? Yeah, there's, there's, there's all kinds of levels, obviously. Um, you know, one of the things that we have noticed um, in the last couple of years that's really been a blessing to us is there are a lot of folks out there um, that their businesses want to get involved and engage. Um, and so we, we've put together some, some, some programs uh, around volunteering that have been great, and they're not just for businesses. I don't, I don't mean to single that out because, you know, it could be your small group at church. It could be, you know, just, just really any kind of group that you're a part of. Uh, we'd love to have folks come down. They're, when you come down, what you're going to get is you're going to get a tour of the place. We're going to tell you all about it. And, you know, to be honest, uh, you know, we're, we're praying that God puts it on your heart to get involved in other ways too, if, if, if I'm completely honest. But we, um, you know, we, we do a variety of different things, um, you know, a variety of different volunteer opportunities for them to, to engage that way and then some others you know may come and say hey well we don't you know I don't either have the time but I do have the resources you know or, or I don't have the ability to come down there I may be standing and working and stuff like that is not uh, something you can do um, still we we do say that you know we are privately funded that's that's just who we are we we don't take any government funding because we don't want anybody to say we can't talk about Jesus and so um, so every dollar that comes into daily bread will say that ten dollars worth of food and training goes right back out uh, through those ministry partners and so it's pretty good return on investment and so that's just another way that folks can engage if that's if they've been blessed that way and God is calling them to do so Mm -hmm. and for someone or a family that needs needs food, mm-hmm. uh, they need to identify one of your ministry partners. Correct. Uh, and we actually will help them do that. Okay. So they can, they can call us. I, I can give you the phone number right here. It's 210-223-4707 is okay. our, is our main line. Uh, call us, uh, you know, call us at any time there. And what we'll do is we'll ask you, okay, what's your zip code? And then we will uh, we will tell you the name of the church that is closest to where you live, so that you can get connected uh, not only to that church but to the to the food and the things that you're uh, you're needing help with. Right, right. Again, for those of you just joining us, I'm here today with Marcus Walker, who is the executive director of Daily Bread Ministries. And again, their mission is to address uh, the root cause of poverty by distributing uh, food every year uh, through their their ministry partners. Uh, Marcus, how impactful is community support, Uh, meaning, you know, financial support, volunteers to what y'all are doing? It is. It's the lifeblood. It's it's the thing that 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 is that is enabling us to to continue to to do the things that, that God has called us to do, and I'll tell you that the the need for community support is is probably greater than ever. God has given us a big vision. Um, you know, we we're here in San Antonio. We've been here for twenty six years. Um, as we have spent time as a as a team and 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 just seeking the Lord, we we hit our twenty five year mark. And I'll just tell you this: we hit our twenty five year mark, and and that led us into just prayer of saying, God, what's what's next for Daily Bread? Where are we going? What do you have in store? And God has been really clear to us that this is a model that's been created here that he's going to want to use to help shape new works in other places around the state of Texas. 
And so we believe in the next 20 years, this development of daily bread, daily bread is going to move beyond the borders of San Antonio. And I mean, we kind of already are because we're in the seven counties around it. But uh, we believe that God is going to send people to plant the daily bread in a Houston or a Dallas or Austin or Corpus and, you know, just different places around the state um, so that this work that he has, has started here uh, will, uh, will continue on. So um, it's, it's, it's pretty exciting, uh, pretty exciting time to be a daily bread. And we're, we're getting ready for that. Yeah. Speaking of exciting, I'm sure COVID was an exciting time. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, for your organization and, and probably so many other food banks. So tell us a little bit about what changed for y'all uh, because of COVID and, uh, and maybe during COVID, but then what has changed since COVID, kind of yeah, afterwards. It, it's it, it, it really interesting. So, you know, it, I remember during COVID, I had so many friends that were working from home, and I was thinking, man, I, I'd like to work from home sometimes. <laughs> but it was, uh, it, was, it was nonstop during COVID. It was, it was pretty amazing. And I will tell you that, um, you know, I, I know we're, you know, faith people listening to us right now, right, and people that, that just understand how God works. We saw God's provision during COVID like I've never seen before. We have a cooler that, you know, if you, if you pack it full, you can probably get about 120 pallets worth of food in there. And it was daily, I mean daily, to the door full. And we'd unload it, and it would be filled back up again. It was amazing the amount of food that became available. Now, of course, a lot of that had to do with, you know, restaurants in town that were, were closed. But there's still this, you know, I mean, especially fresh produce. You know, it's not like the fields stopped growing or, you know, there was there was a lot of harvesting that was going on, especially in the early days of COVID and nowhere for it to go. And so uh, we were receiving so much produce and so much food and we were able to continue to, to go. We, we it was a it was a pretty big shift uh, in, in the model. Uh, we had to, you know, we were not allowed to bring in the number of volunteers that we used to be able to bring in and, um, you know, and things like that. God, uh, God really protected us uh, during that time, never did our, you know. We run a team of six people right now, so ten million dollars worth of food going wow. through with six people on staff. That's now, amazing. now we're a little understaffed at the moment. We need to be at eight, <laughs> but um, but in any case, um, you know, God protected us through that through that period, and we were not. You know, there was never a point where it's like, hey, everybody's sick and they got to stay home, um, and so we were able to continue to serve those churches. And I'll tell you, I, this is I'd love to brag on our partners, our ministry partners, because they showed up. Mm-hmm. They continued to serve their communities, and they continued to just be out there on the front line because the need was was crazy. I mean, mm-hmm. it was there were people showing up to food pantries that had never had to go to a food pantry in their life. Mm-hmm. But that was that was the situation that we were in because so many people were out of work, and so um, so yeah, it 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 was a it, it's probably not something I'd want to do necessarily again mm-hmm. <laughs> because it was a lot of I mean it was you know six seven day weeks you know mm-hmm. and and just going and going and going for over a year um it'll it'll wear you down but it was at the same time to see god's provision and to see how much god loves his his people and his his um you know and just just to see him do what he did was pretty amazing because i've i've never seen you know 12 years i've never seen anything like that it was you know we went up to just short of 15 million dollars worth of food that went out uh, in, in 2020 and 2021. It was, it was pretty wild. Well, so since COVID, what's mm-hmm. different? Um, you know, we started to see a decline. Uh, you know, like it looked like it was going to start going back towards 2019 type numbers of people being served. Um, it looked like it was going to settle back down. And then, of course, inflation hit. 
uh, as it's hit, and, and we're all pretty aware of, of you know, the price of, of food has, has skyrocketed here in the last year or so. And so, um, you know, we're seeing those numbers tick back up, if I'm honest. It just, it just mm-hmm. you know, it's, it, they're not quite, as, not quite as high as they were during COVID, but, uh, but the numbers are definitely uh, back up. Um, you know, unfortunately, but, um, you know, we've been able to get back into the training and the things that we, uh, that we really feel are going to be the lasting life change piece of, of this food is great and it's a needed tool. Uh, but, but we're, we're, we're full on with the training again. We're running all the training in house again, which we were trying to do it, you know, via zoom during, during COVID. And that was difficult. Uh, but, uh, but, but we're, we're getting back, we're back on track with all of that stuff, which is good. So. Praise, the, praise the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Praise it's the Lord. so grateful for what y'all do. And, um, uh, as we wrap up today's show, I'd love to pray for you I, that'd and be... pray for daily bread ministries and, um, just, uh, want to lift you guys up. So let me, let me offer a Please. word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we, we thank you for this day. We thank you for Daily Bread Ministries and all that they do for our community. Um, for those that, that need uh, food, for those that are in, uh, in poverty, uh, Lord, you know who they are, and uh, you know that Daily Bread is meeting a need. And so we pray for uh, the people, uh, our neighbors, uh, that need um, the services of Daily Bread. And we just lift up Marcus. We lift up Marcus's staff, his board, and... Uh, his ministry partners that do this day in and day out, and we just pray for them that they would stay focused, uh, keep keep their eye on you, and keep uh, all their efforts heavenward. And so we just so grateful uh, for Seth who started this 26 years ago, and we do lift up Seth and and the rest of the organization. Uh, we love you, Lord. We just ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Marcus, thank you for, for joining us today, and uh, thank you for all, and I underline all, you are doing uh, for the community. We're grateful for you, my friend. That's we it. really are grateful. It's a real p- privilege to be here, and thank you for helping us get the word out about everything God's doing at Daily Bread. And, and tell us one more time your phone number and your website. That, so the phone number is 210-223-4707, and the website is DBM, so that's Daily Bread Ministries, SA for San Antonio, so dbmsa.org. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you, listeners, for tuning in to our show today. We're always glad to have you joining us. Uh, You can catch our episodes anywhere you get your podcasts or visiting the Baptist Health Foundation of San Antonio's website. And I'll give that to you now. It's bhfsa.org slash together for good. We'll be back next week with another great conversation about health matters and the work of our nonprofits in our area. And again, Marcus, thank you. Uh, we're grateful for you. Uh, give our best to everybody at your, at your place. And, uh, God bless everyone and, and take care. Thank you for tuning in today for Together for Good. We hope you've been encouraged, uplifted, and inspired. Until our next time together, may the Lord bless and keep you. And in all things, to God be the glory. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.